Hello, and welcome once again to another edition of TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission, where we take an in-depth view of the artists chosen by God to use their gift to glorify Him, the stories behind their music, and of course, how the Lord has been with them in the process. As the blessed Christmas season approaches, our guest is a man of God who truly has a heart for the celebration of the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And he is the senior pastor here at Times Square Church, our very own Pastor Carter Cobb. God so loved the world, sent his only son, and who believes in Jesus shall not ever, ever die. Even in the darkest time, we still can hear his song. His words of comfort to us are God's sweetest lullaby. Even big folks tremble when storm clouds are around. Some still hide their heads in bed at the slightest little sound. I wish that they could hear the song that Jesus always brings. Maybe angels stop their working as heaven's chorus sings. God so loved the world, He sent His only Son. And who believes in Jesus shall not ever, ever die. Even in the darkest time, we still can hear His song. His words of comfort to us are God's sweetest lullaby. Words of comfort to us are God's sweetest lullaby. His words of comfort to us are God's sweetest This is TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission. I'm Derek Davis, and we are blessed and delighted to have back with us the shepherd of our flock, our very own Pastor Carter Conway. Well, Derek, it's great to be here with you. Great to have you back. You know, we are always delighted here in the music department when you are with us because we know you have so many ministry obligations. You're balancing ministry obligations, and you're here, there, and everywhere. And and to have you with us, graced with your presence. Oh, it's just delightful to be here. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> it's good to have you. I remember the last time that you were here, you were telling me that, um, that you have a real heart for Christmas, and the Christmas season is upon us once again. Why do you have such a passion for Christmas? Well, I always loved Christmas. Uh, it was my favorite time of the year when I was uh, a lot of good memories around Christmas. Yeah. My my mom and dad were, I think, having come through uh, the war and um, not having had a lot as children, they, they, uh, my mother in particular— they really went out of their way to make Christmas special for us. Mm-hmm. They there was a lot of gifts, there was a lot of food, there was a lot of decorations, there was a lot of music, and um, it was a happy time. It was uh, probably one of the happiest times of my entire childhood, sure. and I, I loved. I always loved Christmas when I was a kid. It's interesting because some believers love Christmas, and they think that that's the main Christian holiday, and then some believers love Easter, and they say that that's the main Christian holiday. How do you feel about that? 
Well, it's all about Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether it's uh, his, his birth or his resurrection, both are significant. Uh, you, you can't have, you wouldn't have one without the other. Right. And uh, I, I would say, as, uh, as the Apostle Paul says in the Corinthians, that however you choose to celebrate, you do it as unto the Lord. Yeah, yeah. The song that we heard at the top of the program, God's Sweetest Lullaby, really good song. In fact, all of the songs on the CD, Where Christmas Never Ends, are really great Christmas songs. Great for the family, great for the kids. Some of the titles, though, to say the least, are interesting. For example, you have a whir, a buzz, and a shankity crank. Then you got another one on here uh, called Meat Pie. What's that about? What's Meat Pie? Well, meat pie, I came from uh, rural Quebec in Canada, and uh, there's a tradition among French-Canadian. My mother was French-Canadian, right? and they make uh, meat pie in in French Canada. It's called tortier. Everybody makes it. And at Christmas time, uh, that's when the meat pies came out. Everybody had them. And then on Christmas Day, we we had a tradition, and it it was a small mining town, and everybody would visit everybody's house. Okay. And uh, you'd go to people's houses, and you'd have a you'd have a piece of meat pie. And it was probably the only time of the year that people made it. So according to the experiences that you had as a kid, that's how you pick the songs for the CD. Is that right? Yes, yeah. I I woke up one morning about uh, around 5 o'clock, 5.30 in the morning, and I I woke up weeping. It was the strangest thing. And I I got up and I was thinking about Christmas. I remember you telling me. I was thinking about my grandfather. Father, I really loved my grandfather. I was thinking about the happy memories, mm-hmm. and I uh, picked up a pen, and by about noon that day, I had written all of the songs that I wrote uh, on this CD were all done yeah. in one day, and it was all just memories just kept flooding me one after the other, and wow. I just started writing about it. Wow, that had to have been from the Lord. I, I mean, believe so, yes. Yeah, I mean, that's the way it usually happens. That most of the people that I talk to, when songs come to them that quickly, it's usually from God. Especially different tunes. Uh, and different styles of song. And exactly. Uh, each one was a memory. Yeah, yeah. Which one is your favorite? Well, I don't know. I, I like them all. I, I mean, each one is a memory. For example, Horses and Bells. When, when I was uh, four, three, five years old, somewhere in that vicinity, yeah. the, um, there was a, in the wintertime, uh, milk was delivered by a horse and uh, horses and sleigh. There was a man called Sam Beck in our town, and he had two Clydesdale horses. And you could hear the horses coming down the street. They had bells on their harnesses, yeah. and the milk bottles were all clanging in the back right, of that. Right, right. So I'm really dating myself I now. Was say. It's amazing, isn't it? I mean, they really did. There was a thing called milk, and there was a milkman back then. And uh, he, he would deliver milk to the house. And so when, yeah. I, when I would hear the horses come and the, the bells on the horses. Now, you have to understand that in, in that time, it snowed in northwestern Quebec, and the snow would stay on the ground, and most everybody put their cars away, so there were no cars in town in the wintertime. Sure. So milk was delivered by a, a actual horse and sleigh. Okay. And so when the horses and uh, sleigh so came out— So you're the clop and yeah, the horse and the bell? Yeah, then I knew that Christmas was coming. <laughs> and so to me, it was an exciting time. When right, the, when just, the horses, by the, just by the sounds, huh? When the horses and bells appeared, then the Christmas was coming. Let's listen to that right now, just to get a whiff of the Christmas spirit, huh? Horses and Bells from the CD, When Christmas Never Ends. Pastor Carter Common on Music With Me. Horses and bells, horses and bells, meat pies and turkey, wonderful smells. Everyone was friendly, all the stories they did tell. I love to hear the season of the horses and bells. 
simple things and all that we have found Replacing toys for joys and peace with so much noise Forgetting all the sound that Christmas still can bring The horses with their clip-clop announcing heaven's king Horses and bells, horses and bells One day you'll be returning with many more as well We will all be like him, all the stories we will tell I'm longing for the season of the horses And I'm longing for the season of the horses And I'm longing for the season of the horses KSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission. Horses and bells. It's like Christmas in here. It's like snow, and you can hear, see the horses, and you can hear the bells. And it does remind me of Christmas. You have a great line in the song, though, and it's just like, what happened to, uh, you know, the joy of Christmas? Well, I think it's just society in general has taken a downward turn. Uh, it, it, when I was uh, a child, most everybody went to church yeah. in my town. Yeah. Um, we're a town of about 40,000 people, roughly, yeah. and everybody went to some form of church. So there was a, an acknowledgment of God in society. Not there, anymore. No, you see, that's that's the reason. It's why. like in the past 20 years or so, it seems like the whole meaning of why we celebrate the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ is kind of diminished. Not only diminished, it's uh, it's uh, looked at sarcastically. If exactly. You, if, you're a, if you are a... Uh, a believer in Jesus Christ, you're simple-minded. You're not, uh, you know, you're not with the the common trend. Yeah, um, it's it's really sad because people are talking themselves out of their own joy. So Christmas now we see as a materialistic thing. It's like a, on the 26th and the 27th of December, you got people who are either very ecstatic about the gift that they've gotten, or they're very disappointed that they didn't get what they wanted. Is there anything that we can do to kind of reverse the trend? Well, we can do shows like this one, talk about Christmas, talk yeah. about what it really is about. It's mm-hmm. a celebration of Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's, you see, when I, was, when I was a kid, Derek, I, I used to be perplexed because Christmas Day came around and everybody was so nice on Christmas Day. People would come to my house, we'd go to their house, everybody put on some nice clothes and mm-hmm. we all, you, you, you were hospitable, yeah. talked about the year. And I, I used to wonder, why can't people be like this all the time. All the time. Well, it was a foretaste of really what life can be in Christ. Hmm. Now, I, I, wasn't not, I wasn't raised in a, in a Bible-believing Christian home, but I had one day a year where I got a taste of what it would be like and could be like. And I remember the desire used to be in my heart as a child to say, I would love that life could be like this, yeah. that people could be open and friendly and hospitable and uh, just uh, there'd be kindness. Everybody spoke kindly to one another, and sure. uh, you went on. The, you were walking down the street, and people waved at you yeah. and said, "Hi, kid." You know this kind of thing, mm-hmm. and it all happened on Christmas. And or, I, or, yeah, the week of, or you know, the week after, maybe. Right? Yeah, and, and, and to a five-year-old, it was like, and and even church was joyful. I won't tell you what kind of church I was raised in. It was very nominal, but I mean, okay. even 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 church was. Typically a mournful thing, except Christmas time. <laughs> really, you know, there would be, <laughs> yeah, oh, there would brother. be, there would be, you know, there'd be some car- Christmas carols and things sure, like that. It would, sure. it would be nice. As you know, I love to laugh. I love to try and make people laugh if I can, and pretty much exploit the fact that uh, we, as believers in Christ, um, have just as much fun as everybody else, or even more fun than the world. Uh, do you think that's the attitude we should have? 
it's a, it is a joyful thing to be a Christian. It's a joyful thing to know Christ. It's a joyful thing to understand that the gift of God was not just one day uh, a year. Exactly. But it was, That's it was, a, it was yeah. for every day of my life. It's for not just time, but for forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, when I found Christ, I found the meaning of life. I found the reason for, for living. I found a song. Uh, which is why a lot of these songs are even written in the first place. Yeah. It is all about Jesus Christ. Christmas is just a day that we choose to celebrate his birth. Yeah. I mean, yeah. realistically, he always was and always will be. We just mm-hmm. chose that day and we celebrate his birth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite Christmas song? My favorite Christmas song most likely is uh, Silent Night. Silent Night. Yeah, I've, I've always loved that song. Why? Ever. It's just... There's a serenity about it. Mm-hmm. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright. It speaks about the story in the Gospel of Luke where Jesus didn't come into this world with any kind of a trumpet announcement. He didn't come in with an army or fanfare. He came in quietly. It's as if God himself slipped into the world and nobody noticed it. No. it the only people who really understood it were people who were quiet. Mm. You, you can picture Bethlehem because the the, the country was in a, a time of census. Yeah, so yeah. people are are moving all over the place. They're griping about the new taxation. Sounds a whole lot like our day, doesn't yeah, it? Oh, tell me about it. And um, they they everybody's vying to get the best in. Uh, they probably got reservations. They get there first, and into the midst of it all, in the quietness of it, comes the Son of God. Mm. And and realistically, until you and I are willing to be still. In the presence of God, you can't ever, I don't think, fully appreciate who God really is. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright. the Savior is 
And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, you shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. Music with a mission for the CD, Where Christmas Never Ends, the always beautiful Silent Night. You know, Pastor, there are some Christmas carols out there that are not exactly Christ-centered. I mean, songs like Holly Jolly Christmas, etc. What do you think of songs like that? Well, they're fine. They're seasonal songs, and uh, as long as they are, uh, you know, decent and... Uh, decent? And honest. And, okay. Uh, how, not, do you, not... how, do you, how do you define decent, Pastor? Well, there's not lewd uh, language in them. Understood. Uh, okay. Such like things, or they're not so... Th- theologically uh, off base, yeah. that it, it really does take the meaning of Christmas away. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Jingle Bells, and uh, so, there, are, there are nice songs out there that have become synonymous with Christmas. Uh, I, I think uh, anything that makes people happy at Christmas time would be a, a, a Christmas-type song would be a good song to sing. Are there lewd Christmas songs out there? With the attitude that people have today towards Christmas, I'd not be surprised that songs start coming out that actually mock Christmas at Christmas time, mm. and uh, that's I think where we've come to as a society. The people are openly ridicule anything of Christ and Christianity, mm. and uh, it would not surprise me that uh, songs start taking a, a lewd turn in them. What about the title of the CD, "Where Christmas Never Ends"? I mean, the title in itself sounds like there's a story behind. Well, Christmas never ends. I, I, I it. It's really about my father and mother, but in particular about my father. And we're going to hear more about it. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to hear that entire story when Music with a Mission continues with Pastor Carter Cobb. God is incredible. God is with you. God is aware of your struggle. God is ready to forgive. God is powerful. God is your friend. God is a good listener. God is for you. God is willing to God help. is and always will God be. God is able to God protect. Is God good. is power to change. God is Jesus. God is here. God now. is the one who loves you. God is merciful. God is the husband to the widow. God is the one with your God answer. is there when no one else is. TSC Music Radio, where God is. TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission, and we are pleased, delighted, and blessed to have with us our senior pastor of Times Square Church, Pastor Carter Collin. We're talking about Christmas, the blessed season, and uh, the CD where Christmas never ends. And right before the break, uh, Pastor was getting ready to talk with us about a story that uh, is connected to the title track, Where Christmas Never Ends. I knew there was a story behind this, Pastor. Well, the story is about my mom and dad. Uh, you know, I had the privilege of seeing both of them come to Christ before they died. Yeah. Uh, my dad in particular, we, we had a rather strange relationship from the time that I became a Christian. Mm-hmm. He found it very difficult to understand uh, the, what I believed biblically. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, was, he was very personally 
uh, affronted almost when I went into the ministry. He thought he thought it was uh, an extremely foolish thing for me to do. He was offended that you became a pastor. Oh yes, yes, very much so. What did he want? Well, he just he more or less uh, it it had been his desire that I go into some form of law because his father had been a judge and it was okay. more or less in his family. Mm-hmm. Um, I was the one who went the opposite way and I ended up uh, a pastor of a small church out in the country. And uh, he was he's quite offended by that, and it estranged us for almost 26 years. I prayed for him constantly, believing God that he was going to give his life to Christ. Uh, tried to share the Lord with him. It was a very difficult thing to do. Mm-hmm. Near the end of his life, he um, came down with cancer, mm. and I was able to minister to him, to help him through some very difficult moments he had with cancer, Yeah, able to pray with him, and then finally— Walking into his hospital room, right near the end of his life, he's sitting in a chair, and I said to him, Dad, I said, have you been praying? No. And he said to me, I've been praying all week. Oh. And I said, are you willing to pray with me now? And mm-hmm. he said, yes, I am. And so I led him through. Derek, I led him through a sinner's prayer from Genesis to Revelation. Really? I wanted to be sure that this was sure. real. I'm lost. I can't save myself. Mm-hmm. I need a Savior. I recognize that Jesus died for me. Yeah. He repeated every word. I had a brother in the room who witnessed this and who just simply backed into the wall and started to cry. I mean, he wasn't a follower of Christ then. He is now. Mm-hmm. And he he was so taken aback. He says, you know, Dad would never have prayed that if it wasn't real. And I said, I know that. Yeah. I yeah. put him in his hospital bed, and we spent the most wonderful hour together. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. I, the first time I'd ever seen my father at rest, at, at peace, we talked about heaven. We talked about forgiveness. The last thing he said to me, was that when I when you get to heaven, he said, I'll be there waiting for you. That was quite a reconciliation period for you because you said 26 years he was offended that you became a pastor. First of all, that must have been hurtful for you too. It was difficult, I mean, to make the break from my almost my entire family at that point. Now you've got it, your dad estranging you because you're, you've answered a calling, and now you've come back together and you lead him to Christ. Yes, and kind of like the final hour, too. And right? we had the the most wonderful hour. Uh, we, we never really had been able to talk together, but yeah. we were talking about heaven. We we're talking about eternal things. We mm-hmm. were sharing feelings. We told each other we loved each other, which is something we hadn't done. Uh, and then I was so excited. It was, this happened in the afternoon. I was visiting his hometown in the mm-hmm. hospital, and I, I went home to have uh, dinner with my mother, mm-hmm. and I was so excited to go back that night because I, I now had a saved father, and uh, it was it was right, such a difference. Right. And um, when I went back to the hospital after dinner, he had slipped into a coma, and oh. he never came out of it. He died not too long after that. And uh, I had the pleasure of, of spending one hour with a father who found Christ on this side of eternity. But, Derek, i got to tell you, when I left the hospital— mm-hmm. It was Christmas time. Right, right, right. And, uh, you know, they had the street decorations up, those, uh, you know, those uh, lit up stars and stuff sure, on the sure. on the electrical poles and mm-hmm. wherever they put them. You would have thought I was insane. I was shouting. I was crying. I was clapping. I was laughing. I was <laughs> singing. I was all the way down the street <laughs> trying to find my car because I thought, God, it just doesn't get any better sure, than this. It's, a it's Christmas. Yeah. And then later on. The Lord gave me the words to this song because I only got to really spend an hour with my father as a Christian. But there is a day coming where Christmas never ends, where we're going to sit around the table. um, And the moment I experienced is going to be forever. 
and I just thank God for that with all my heart. Like Christmas has a season, all things are put away. New memories have been gathered once again. Where we store them all like treasures till they're greeted as old friends. And we long for times where Christmas never ends. Where Christmas never ends where Christmas never ends a time is coming where Christmas never ends we'll gather round the family table till we leave this world and then go to a place where Christmas never end Will your faces there will gather freed from all life's cold tales of peril and adventure will be told yet above all God's been faithful as we look around Realize we are where Christmas never ends. We met round a tree called Calvary. It was grace that brought us through. Our family will be together once again. Jesus stored us all treasures till he greeted us as friends in a place where Christmas never ends where Christmas never ends where Christmas never ends the time is coming Never ends. We'll gather round the family table till we leave this world and then go to a place where Christmas never ends. Where Christmas never ends. Where Christmas. Never ends, a time is coming where Christmas never ends. We'll gather round the family table till we leave this world and then go to a place where Christmas never ends.
Music with a mission and the title track from the CD, Where Christmas Never Ends, done by our own Pastor Carter Conlon. It's quite a story that goes along with that. And, you know, I was thinking while the song was playing, I know there are people out there who may have been hurt, because I know this that whole 26-year exile period must have hurt you. I know that there are people that are out there who may have been hurt by someone who was close to them, like your dad. How did you do that? I mean, how did you get close to him in the end, even though I can imagine you were hurt? Well, it started with reading the scriptures, and um, I read the commandment of the Lord. It's a commandment to honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with promise, Mm -hmm. that it may be well with you and that you may live long upon the earth. And and realistically, it it didn't start with a lot of emotion, just a desire to obey God. This Mm -hmm. is what God said to do. Okay. And so I determined in my heart to do it. Now, my, my dad was, was nice to my children and to my wife. It was really me he had the issue with. Yeah. He saw me as the leader of this this uh, journey into what he didn't understand. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just chose to not respond in kind. If something, if something nasty was said, I didn't respond to it. Yeah. It was very difficult at times. Yeah, how, did gonna, you, how did you accomplish that? It wasn't easy. I mean, I, we, we'd go on our holiday sometimes, and I it would just after three days, I'd want to leave. It would be very difficult, right. but the Lord gave me the grace. Mm-hmm. And then my father came down with cancer, of course, and I was really at one point one of the few that he'd even let close to him. Mm. He knew I loved him. Mm-hmm. And when he had to start dealing with some, some personal issues that were very difficult to deal with, I was the one that he let close enough to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And because of that, he started opening his heart and listening to what I had to say because I, I really he really just felt that I loved him and I did it was not a feign thing I really was my father I yeah, loved him sure and uh, I, I helped him I, I helped him with some of the um, things that he had to do because of the cancer and uh, encouraged him and talked to him and then finally one day I just sat down with him and I said I want to tell you one more time what it means to be a Christian mm-hmm. and I said, it's going to take me three minutes to tell you this, but I want you to listen to me. Mm-hmm. And for the first time ever, Derek, he listened. Right. The first time he had no sarcastic remark. He didn't, he didn't uh, wave me off. Sure. And because he was facing eternity and he knew it. He was, he was days away from eternity. Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't trying to prove a point. I genuinely loved him and he knew it. And that's when his heart opened. I left. I went back to New York City and um, it was a Sunday night <clears throat> in a service. I suddenly felt an urgency to go to see my father. Mm-hmm. You must go see your father. Yeah. So I left Monday morning, landed in, uh, it's, an, it's about a six or seven hour trip altogether, yeah. landed uh, in, the, in my hometown, uh, went to the hospital, led him to the Lord, mm-hmm. and that's the last time, of course, I saw him conscious. It was, it was a truly a divine appointment. So the forgiveness just took place on both ends? Amazing, just amazing. I mean, just uh, I don't know if I'd ever heard my father tell me he loved me until that moment. I don't recall ever a time awesome. that he said it. And just all of a sudden, it just all came out. Yeah. And, just, uh, and I just said, Dad, you're, you know, I'm just so happy that you're, when I get to heaven, you're going to be there. And he said, when, when you get there, I'll be waiting for you. It's, it was truly. It's amazing. It was. Uh, it was like another world. It was like you're, you're pinching yourself all the way down the street. Am I really awake? Yeah. Am I really experiencing this? As as 26 years of prayer have finally been answered, and and truly, when my father, of course, came to the Lord, he was an oak tree in our family. When he 
came, then my brother came, and then my sister's now asking. So it was and, like dominoes oh, after yeah, that. Oh, yeah, exactly. My mother uh, was now free to share. She had, she had come to the Lord a little earlier, but she was free to share now that mm-hmm. she was a believer in Christ. And it oh. was because my father was so strong. It, it was She was a believer, but very a reluctant one. Let's sure, because you dare not go against Dad. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. This is the season for forgiveness, isn't it? Oh, Christmas yes. Season. Well, that's what it's all about, right? Yeah. I mean, why did God send his son into the world that we might have eternal life, that we could be forgiven? Yeah. I mean, that's what it's about. It's mm-hmm. about being forgiven and being given the power to forgive. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people can't forgive because they're not forgiven themselves. I was just going to say, giving the power to forgive. A lot of people just don't have the power to forgive because it has hurt so badly. How does one do that? Well, when when I realized the uh, the massive debt that I was forgiven, yeah. let's say, for example, you owed me a million dollars. And <laughs> let's say I sat here and I forgave you and say, you know, Derek, uh, forget the debt. You don't owe me the million dollars anymore. And right. it was such a load off of you, such a relief. And then you walk down the hall and you start meeting people that owe you a dollar and five dollars. And you know how easy it gets to for, to let that go? I see your when, point. When you've been forgiven such an right. incredible debt right. yourself. Right, right, right. It becomes so easy after that. Yeah, what, what does anybody owe me in comparison to what I owe so God? We, so that million you just forgave me of, what's 10, 20 bucks? Absolutely nothing. I hadn't looked at it that way. That's a really good way to look at it. I think that's a good way for all of us to look at it. Well, that's, there's a parable in the Scripture about it where he said a man was forgiven an incredible debt and then went and took another man by the throat and said, pay me what you owe me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he he he'd lost perspective on the fact that he'd been forgiven so much and then took somebody that owed him really just a small thing and compared to what he'd been forgiven and had no mercy. And the Lord used that as a bad example of, of, of why a person can't get free themselves. Mm. You know, the last time you were here, you sang a song. I don't know if you're up to it, but I feel like we should sing a song. Well, did I say we? Yes, you did. We. You, you said we. <laughs> he did. I heard him. I mean, I, I have the witness of it. We. We. Oui. <laughs> it's from Quebec. I said, we, we. What would you like to sing? I don't know. I really can't sing, Pastor. I don't have a voice like it you. It doesn't matter. Oh, I don't believe it. You, you're, and you're giving me the pastoral stare. Like, yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. Okay, Christmas is about singing. It doesn't matter if you can sing or not. It's about singing. It's uh, about rejoicing. It's about... You know, okay, I tell you what. Let's, we we could even get some of the the office. Uh, yeah, folks let's here to let's join get Harry us. and and let's, Sheba okay. and Maggie. All right, and you guys got to help out, okay? Because one of my favorites is, "Oh, come, let us adore Him. Oh, come, let us adore Him. Oh, come, let us." Adore him, Christ the Lord, for he alone is worthy, for he alone is worthy, for he alone is worthy. You got 
Amazing. You made me sound good. Amazing. <laughs> that was so good. That was so good. Pastor, it is always great to see you. Glad you can just take the time and spend with us here on Music with a Mission. Before you go, if you could just say a prayer for this Christmas season, for those who are having trouble maybe forgiving in this season, for those who may be alone in this season, for those um, who may have um, some troubled memories in this season, if you could say a prayer of comfort for them, we would really, really appreciate that. Would you do that for us? I would be delighted. Father, Lord Jesus Christ, we just reach out, Lord, even just through this this podcast and ask you, Lord, to help those who need help to receive the forgiveness, the comfort that you are so willing to give to anyone who would come to you. You yourself said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Come learn of me. I'm meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest for your soul. God Almighty, I pray, Lord Jesus, that people who need the grace to be forgiven and the grace to forgive would find that through this holiday season. Christmas is about you, Jesus. It's about you coming into the world, the Son of God, for one purpose, to die on the cross, that I might be forgiven, that I might have the grace and the ability to forgive other people who've wronged me, that I might be free from all the encumbrances of sin, that I might be brought into the power of an endless life that is offered to me. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you finally revealed to me the joy that I longed for as a child, that there could one day come a day where we are kind to one another. And Lord, I found it in you and have learned what it is to walk in fellowship with other believers in Christ and to know a Christmas that does never end. I thank you, Lord, for the hope in my heart and the faith that one day we'll be gathered around a table. It will be eternal. We will be sharing stories about how you brought us through. We will laugh. We will cry. We will rejoice. We will dance. We will clap. We will sing in that place of the goodness of our God, the mercy of our God to save us, to bring us through the storms and trials of this life and all the dark places of this world and to bring us into such a a kingdom of incredible light. Jesus, we love you. That's what this is about. That's what all the songs are about. That's what all of the testimony is about. It's the fact that we just love you and we thank you for being God to us. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us into a place where there is happiness, there is joy, there is a life of peace in God that doesn't end. Lord Jesus, we thank you. We praise you. We bless you for this. Father, I pray that every person listening would find that rest that you freely offer to those who turn to you. We thank you for it in Jesus' mighty name.
From the CD, Where Christmas Never Ends, Pastor Carter Conlon and the classic Carol of the Christ. You know, Pastor has a wonderful poem on the insert of his CD. I'd like to share it with you. It's called, You May Never Have Known. You may never have known a nice Christmas with family and laughter and glee. The best you can find down the pathway of time is heartache and sad memories. Maybe birthdays were anything but happy, and you dreaded the light of that morn. At the end of the day, what you heard people say made you wish that you'd never been born. All society's special occasions were just times of intensive pain. And you dreaded the thought that once they had passed, they'd soon be returning again. Yet there's one who has always remembered, and his wishes are faithful and true. The thought of his heart, right from the start, have been ever and always about you. You see, God never forgot about your birthday. He said you were born to be free. And to mark the event, he picked out a spot and planted the first Christmas tree. He selected a fine, precious present to show that his heart you had won. He hung it that day. To you he did say, I give you this gift of my son. I love you, my dear child, forever. You're special and precious to me. Come and rest in my arms. I'll keep you from harm and whisper about eternity. A poem by Pastor Carter Conley. I'm Derek Davis. Thank you for joining us for this Christmas edition of Music with a Mission from all of us here at Times Square Church and TSE Music Radio. We'd like to wish you a blessed, safe, and Merry Christmas. Fall on your knees and hear the angel voices. And know in your heart that God loves you. He died and was born to give you everlasting life. Trust in Him. His mercy and love will never fail you. Christmas of your entire life. God be with you.